Hey O'Reilly, I'll call you on Discord in like five minutes. Okay. That's good, There's a lot of uh, reviews for uh, interstitial stuff. Like, yeah, I read that. Yep, Nats is great. That fills me with joy. Um, Colton's is very good. There's, it's, uh, we have nine five star ratings, which is great. <laughs> it launches today. <laughs> God. Very long, actually. I already uploaded them. But... You already uploaded them? Fuck it. You are very awake for it being... Yeah, I don't know. When you called me, I don't know if you could hear that I was in the shower. Oh, I... Oh, yep. Okay, yep. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, the only reason I'm awake is because I didn't sleep. Uh, Joe. Two days ago. And that was because I underestimated how much work I had left to finish Interstitial, and I refused to sleep until I finished it. So I finished it, and then I went to work, and then I came home early and <laughs> did homework. And then I went to sleep at, like, 7, and then I slept until 7. Well, you're free now. You're, f you're free now. I mean, I'm, I'm free from editing Interstitial. You're free from editing interstitial, which is, like, honestly, like, y'all did a Herculean task. Oh, uh, when I when I set today, when I set the sixth as the date, and looked at what like and how much I had left, I was like, this isn't gonna happen. <laughs> I don't know how you did it, like, honest to God, and like, the fact that there are people that have listened to the whole thing now—that's more impressive. Thing. God, and like, I'm just, I, I sit, I've turned on notifications for the interstitial spoilers chat, and I'm just going through and uh, like rereading people's reactions because they fill me with energy. Oh, but people listening to this aren't here for interstitial. They will be by the end of it, but that's besides <laughs> the point. People listening to this are here to listen about the Borak invasion. We're going to go in depth on the Bodoc invasion today, Joe, as a punishment okay. for us. For us, for us so, missing. Does that mean, so the episode that we lost, does that mean you're not going to run me through that again? No. Or am I, is that just information lost to time? That's information lost to time. That was, um, um, that's information that we talked to specifically about one of the Bodoc. And so hopefully we'll get about him, or I guess him, it. We'll t we'll talk specifically about the Borak probably in this episode, but the other information is we spent half that episode talking about the Matanui online game where it turns out like nothing happens, <laughs> or at least the wiki doesn't <laughs> chronicle it well. You were super excited to talk about it, and then halfway through you were like, "This is who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's bad radio." Anyways, Borak. 
<laughs> let's, get, let's get more of the good stuff. Joe, the Borak invasion was a major event that occurred following Makuta's defeat at the hands of the Toa Mata on the island of Matanui, mm-hmm. involving the Toa, Taraga, and Matoran pitted against the invading insect-like Borak swarms. After the swarms were subdued, the Toa knew... Uh, yeah, we, we don't know what happens after the Toa. Yeah, we'll get there. Don't you worry. <laughs> okay, so the awakening and attack on Takoro. The invasion started after the Toa Mata defeated Makuta. In order to occupy the Toa while he restored his energies and contemplate how to further manipulate them into following his plan, Makuta activated a signal to awaken the Borak swarms below Matanui. Meanwhile, Takua, who is a Matoran, who had just witnessed Makuta's defeat, stumbled upon the Borak nests. Oh, I forgot they're like insects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're little bug, little buggies. Bug boys. Little bug boys. And like, Takua is like a self insert in the way that he is at every important event. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he is just a little Matoran, but he's all, he's got a movie about him. But he is like a little important boy. I'm going to find his picture really quick. He's Forrest Gump. He is. Takua is Forrest Gump. There's also, you know, he, some, he, he continues to expand in his life. Uh huh. Cooler and cooler. Here. I'm actually, I am. A box of Bionicle parts you bought on Craigslist. You never know what you're going to get. What the fuck? Your phone's on vibrate. I sent you a picture of Takua. Oh, there he is. Little boy. Little boy. He's a lad. As the Borok began to awaken, he escaped narrowly using the nest's escape portal. Becoming fully activated, the Borok began attacking Takoro. Kapura, another Matoran, ran to Kininui, where the Toamata were, to discussing their victory over Makuta and warn the Toa of the Borok's awakening. The Toa then used their golden kanoe to race to Takoro. They attacked on sight of the beings, which consisted of Parak and Korak, which, if you remember, the bo- the uh, all the Borok are just, like, fucking, like, the suffix rock, because that's how things yeah. are named. Liwa attempted to fight them, but was quickly brought down by the Korok's icy blast. Parak swarms, meanwhile, created avalanches, which scrambled Pohatu and Onua. The Toas quickly conversed as to why the Borok were destroying the land, and not paying much attention to the Matoran or the Toa unless the latter got in the way. The six finally ran the creatures off, thanks to Liwa and Gali combining their powers to make a storm. The Toa learned from the Taraga of Akama that these creatures were meant to destroy all of Matanui, for reasons even the Taraga did not understand. I assume last episode we talked about a lot about how their mission was cleanse the island, and we didn't realize know what that meant, and that felt mm-hmm. it's not pretty fucked. I can say that it's it's not great. There were six different swarms of Borak, each carrying a Krana, the creature's brain, which, when placed upon another being, would be able to control that person's mind. The Toa then separated, heading to their respective villages to defend them from the spreading threat. So, that's our first. The first battle of the Borak invasion. Who won? Um, the Toa barely. They okay. Had to sc- scramble to figure out how to how to come out on top there. Now, very soon, next we're in the we're in the next battle, the attack on Pokoro. 
Very soon after Takoro's battle, a swarm of Tanakh came towards the outskirts of Pokoro. Because of the layout of the stone village, the only way in and out of Pokoro was through the main gate. Knowing of no way to escape, as the Borak would surely be at the gate before everyone could evacuate, Turaga Onua ordered that the main statues on the Path of Prophecies be knocked down in order to seal the main door. Following a last resort, Hafu, the Po-Matoran who had built the sculptures, knew how to tear, down, tear them down quickest and was going to be set out with a small team to help. Before the attempt could take place, though, the Borak charged the entrance sooner than expected, which led to an ambush. Hafu, however, had already made it outside the walls of the village and began to crumble the figureheads. While the Matoran succeeded, this left Hafu outside the village with no way of returning inside. Atanak spotted the Pomatoran and fired a Krana towards him, which the Pomatoran avoided and was saved by the sudden appearance of Pohatu. Because of the Toa's quick thinking and appearance of Pohatu, be- oh wait, hold up, wait. I hate it when you end a line and then your brain goes to a line before and you just get kind of caught in a loop for a while. Yeah. <laughs> you start bouncing back. I up. feel that. Because all the words is the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> goes the Twix, Toa's quick thinking and a little help from another Matoran who was watching the fight, Pohatu and Hafu were able to escape and make it back to the village. Pohatu was able to defend Pokoro from the first wave of Tanakh and defeated many, but more attacks from, more, from swarms of Parak and Levak, the village fled the city as they would not be able to stop the swarm assault indefinitely. The Pomatoran and the Turaga juried towards Gakoro for refuge. Here is a picture of one of the, the Tarak about to fucking eat Hafu's lunch. Chomp chomp, motherfucker. Let me see this. Bionicle whore. Oh no, you meant metaphorically. What? No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's not eating him yet, but he's about to. So he's at, so he's going to eat him, consume going, him. Yeah, he's going to he's going to kill that motherfucker. So by a uh, bionicle has canonical whore. I believe so. Yes. Hi, current Riley here. I recognize that this is wrong. Please do not yell at me. Yes, to the best of my knowledge. <laughs> to the best of my knowledge. To the best okay, of my great. bionicle knowledge. Also, like, saying bionicle and canonical back-to-back is like a curse. I've already got so many things I need to say that are <laughs> rough on my fucking mouth. Like, don't add another one. <laughs> canonical, bionicle. Oh, God. Canonical, bionicle, chronicle. Oh God. Uh, do you do you have any questions so far? Are you handling this okay? Uh, I mean, I'm not really retaining it. Uh, see, that's a problem. I'm gonna go back and quiz you now. So, oh, no. Joe, what was the I first city? Said yes. I and... should have just said yes. Please go on. <laughs> you fucked up, Joe. Where was the first battle of the uh, Borak invasion? Oh man. I asked who won. That was that's the thing I remember. Um, who, who won? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you said you, you said Ma- I almost was like Matanui. Wait, that might be a place. <laughs> it is. It is the island. It's the place and the religion and a person. But that's fine. <laughs> oh, God.
Yep. But also that technically could have been right because they did. It's it's you could say it's the forces of Matanui, the island versus uh, the the uh, Borak. Takora. Takora was the first battle. Okay. And then the second battle we just talked about. We just talked about it? All we I remember is the war. All you remember is the what? All I remember is the Bionicle eating the other Bionicle. <laughs> yep. Yep. Poro. Porcoro. Do you remember the little um, Bionicle self-insert? Oh, uh, I don't remember his name. I remember his face. Mm-hmm. Blue. Is it because you're looking at a picture of him right now? No, I'm not. <laughs> I just... You remember his face, and that's important. Yeah, that's Tak Takua. That's Takua. My little right. boy. That little boy. Joe, I'm going to continue on to the next battle, because luckily, this is, this, is like, this is the fucking lore one. Like, this is like seven, eight, nine paragraphs oh. long. Deep lore. There's so much here to talk about. I believe you. The thing is, I'm, I'm going to just quiz you immediately after I finish this paragraph, so focus up. Alright, all right. I'm giving you my full attention. You shouldn't, because you still got to get ready for your day. Soon after the awakening, Nuvok swarms started collapsing the caves of Onuwahi. Onua faced one and managed to gather several Nuvok Krana before the battle could be concluded. The Nuvok evacuated the caves. This allowed Galak to begin flooding Onuwahi and the Great Mine. The damage spread deeply, and the Onumatoran living there were no match for the creatures. Because of this, Wenua, a Matoran, ordered the abandon. Oh, a tor- uh, sorry, a Toraga ordered the abandonment of Onukoro before it was eventually flooded as well. Two Matoran led the retreat, directing the, Mator- directing the Matoran toward a tunnel which would lead to the surface. As most of the Matoran left Onukoro, the Galak struck again and began flooding a huge part of the underground city. As the last Onu Matoran reached for the escape tunnel, the floods hit and three Matoran, when the three Matoran were pushed and pushed them into a separate cave. A layer of rocks blocked the exit. The Onumatoran conversed for a moment after finding a shut-down Galak and began to dig their way out. Nuparu, however, being an engineer and having an inventor's mind, thought up the plans for a new robotic design. The Onumatoran then began to work on the machine. Breaking through the rubble easily in the suit contraption, the three encountered two Galak attacking Onukoro (laughs) once more. Before engaging in battle, Niparo tilted the machine. All right, so what city was this? Uh, all right, so here's the thing. I did legitimately just sit down on my couch and give you my full attention, and it made it much, much harder. Yep, because there's so many fake words. I mean, they're probably based on real ones. <laughs> Almost but, certainly. Uh, I I oh oh is that one? Is that, yes, that's a... yes. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Onuwahi is the region. That that's a technically okay. correct. That gets you half points. All right, I'll take that point. So since there you know some... Onuwahi, <laughs> you know the you know the prefix. You know the important prefix. So now you have the answers to what is the city, what is the Matoran. And what is the Toa? 
here. Because if you know Onuwaki... You're you're asking a lot, you're expecting a lot out of me. I'm not. I'm just giving you the tools. Because if you know Onuwahi, then that means you're able to get Onumatoran, which are the people that live there, and Onukoro, which is the city. Koro means city. Wahi means region. Amatoran are the fucking little dudes, and that's mm-hmm. just something that you like, can know. You have the potential to. It's like I blindly. Like, with a blindfold on, was able to find the square hole for the square peg. And you're like, hey, I, I see you doing that. I think now you're capable of carving a circle out of that square. <laughs> so it was just the outer hole. And I don't know if I don't, I, I, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> I know. I just, I'm putting the tools at your disposal. It's like I live in, in Chaiwati, Chaiwahi. And in the city of Chaikor, <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus. They also, in that, tore apart a, one of these Borak and created a suit out of it, which is fucking terrifying. They made a suit out of people? Or out, out of insect people? Insect people, yep. That's the, that picture is. They fucking, like took him apart and created it which i i hate i hate that i hate that it doesn't sound good no it sounds bad actually i don't like how things are semi-sentient but yeah semi is a bad amount of sentient it really is it's never helpful when that's the case no As Kopaka headed towards Kokoro, Tanak swarms started attacking Kowahi, successfully melting the Three Brothers Bridge. Though the village itself escaped notice due to being hidden beneath an ice field, the Toa of Ice followed and battled the Tanak near Mount Ihu, managing to drive off the first swarm. Soon after, however, more Tanak managed to break into Kokoro and destroy it. That city's fucking dead. That city's all dead. Fucking rip. Ripperoni in Bionicoli. Trap in Powahi. In Powahi, the Toa set up a trap for a swarm of Tanak to collect several Krana, which are the little mask things inside of the Borak. Onua excavated a tunnel connecting a canyon in Powahi to the sea, while Kopaka froze the entrance to the tunnel, blocking the passage of water. When the Tanak swarm arrived, Pohatu kicked a rock into the ice at the tunnel's entrance, breaking it and releasing the water, which flooded the canyon, stunning the Tanak long enough for Gali to dive in and collect their krana. The Tanak quickly recovered and began causing the water to boil, weakening the toa of water. Meanwhile, several Tanak above melted a section of the canyon wall to cause a large rock to fall on Gali <laughs> and crushed her to like death. You, it kind of sounded like you said toilet toa. Fuck. Don't I'm speak gonna to assume me. you didn't. I did not. I did not. It's the Toa of Water. She's not a toilet Toa. I mean that's I mean kinda close. It is kinda close though. You get half points again. She managed to evade them, however, and burst through the water's surface to join Pohatu and leave the canyon, as the Tanak were beginning to burn handholds at the canyon wall. 
Later, Fohatu and Gali were chased by the Tanakh, but managed to defeat them, though, using their elemental powers. It's, get, it's getting lit in here. This, is, this whole episode can be about this one thing, which is kind of great. <laughs> I didn't realize there were, like, in-depth uh, articles about the, uh, the fucking, uh, whatever these are called. The, God, why am I brain farting right now? There are in-depth right. articles. Yeah, there are in-depth articles about, like, like story events and shit. Oh. I mean, Which that's what that? the whole fucking point of the show was, right? To get into I the know. lore? This the is just deep, helpful. The deep lore? The deep lore. There's a loud clap to show where I gotta cut that. So I don't forget. I'm like, what the fuck is this spike? Oh, Jesus. What? How's your cat doing this morning? Uh, she won't leave me alone. Yeah, I can hear her. She's hanging out. I think maybe she just like wants to be friends with you. Hey, She's heard your voice for quite a few mornings now. <laughs> hey, small cat friend. Hello, hello. Oh man, what what does your cat like eat or snacks? Because when I come to Grand Rapids, I should just bring a care package for your cat. Uh, Mouse is super fucking picky. I kind of. Yeah. It's super endearing because I relate to her, but it's mm -hmm. also annoying. <laughs> what is she currently? What food like, is she currently on? Ah, uh, she well, she only eats wet food, and her only if it's not turkey flavor, she'll yell at me. Turkey flavored? Um, I got that. I got that. I can make that happen. That's um. That's probably why she's yelling at me right now, actually, because I don't look. <laughs> I just buy I buy packs that have turkey in them, and then she has to make do for <laughs> fourth of the month. They're not just Turk. They're well. I have, I have two cats, so I can't I can't subject the other one to one flavor. Two all turkey all the time. <laughs> I get my other cat named Batman. <laughs> and Mouse and Batman? Did you say? Yeah. It's fucking stellar. That's good shit. Oh, fuck. All right. Okay. I've been talking to you for like 25 minutes. 23 minutes. Deep breaths. Here we go. Battle for Lay Coro. Battle for Lay Corn. The Laivok were the first. Yep. Battle for Lay Corn. They were coming undone. The, the Laivok were the first to come upon the undefended Lay Coro and overtook the village. All Lay Matoran except for Tamaru and Kangu and their one, Mato their one Taraga, were controlled by the Baurai after having their masks replaced with the Krana. Afterwards, Nuvok as well began to enter into the territory. Toa Liwa had arrived soon after and, unwilling to fight his own people, allowed himself to be captured. Liwa! I hate this motherfucker. It's not good. He used to be my favorite... Instead of fighting my own people, I would love to be captured. <laughs> like, I give up is what he did. What a fucking idiot. There he, there he is with uh, his crana. Like, or looking all like, I've been controlled. This fucking motherfucker. What an idiot. What a big goddamn idiot. <sighs> so, days later, the Toa, worried for their absent comrade, sent Onua to search for the Toa of Air. He retrieved Liwa's Kanoe from a Levak Va, Va camp and continued his search. Soon after, he was attacked by the manipulated Liwa. 
Onua did not engage in the battle, however, stupid, and told Liwa he did not believe that the Krana had complete control over his will. He noted that if it did, the Toa and the Matoran would have already lost. That's not true. Reaching out, Onua allowed Liwa to overcome the Krana's influence, the latter tearing the parasite-like mask off his, brain, off his face. Onua had brought along some Boxor, which are the robots made out of the, the fucking dead, dead uh, Borak, to help take back control of Lake Horo, which defeated the small swarm of Levak coming toward the two Toa. Um, Takua, who we talked about before as our little like self-insert buddy, and Nuparu, the person who built the Boxor, with a small squad of Boxor, journeyed toward the hideout the on- of the only free Lamatoran. Two other Matoran, after telling them the good news about Lewa's liberation and learning about the situation at hand, the four began to make a plan to take back Le Koro and the inhabitants. The next morning, uh, two of the Matoran lured the rampaging Nuvok through the forest. The objective was to get this type of Borak out in the open, as Nuvok were more comfortable in tighter spaces. The two Matoran eventually led the swarm into a clearing. There, many already controlled Lamatoran and Matua and Matau assembled to help capture Kangu and Tamaru. However, the attack led by Freematoran was an ambush. A boxer began appearing as Boxer began appearing from the sides and coming out of the ground. The Matoran were quickly captured and hidden into small grooves, each with Matoran inside to peel off its the Krana freed the, to peel the Krana off its host. The boxer succeeded, and after a short time, took back Lekoro and freed the rest of the villagers. So the whole tide of the battle is turning here, Joe. I can't believe it. I know it's 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 stunning. It's exciting, and we're twenty seven I mean, minutes. We're twenty seven minutes in, and we're halfway through this article. They go Holy in depth. Shit. They go so in-depth, What is up, Bionicle Historians? I love it. This is what I was hoping for. When I didn't originally so see question. it. Here's my question. Where did this lore come from? Were there novels or comic books or cartoons? Yeah. There were novels and cartoons. No, not cartoons. Well, fuck. Novels yeah. and comics. Jesus Christ. Because on some yeah. level, I'm like, I don't know. I never even witnessed this source material in circulation. This could just be fanfic, and I would just believe that it's real. I would love the idea that we're just giving off fanfic as true. That'd be fucking wonderful. That's, oh, that's secretly season two. Oh, I, motherfucker, here we go. I just found, I just clicked an article that says events, and it's a timeline. It's the whole fucking timeline. Finally. There you go. So, we are right now. Let's see here. Okay. The Great War is where we started. That was the Toamata. Being that was like, you waking me up. Yep. Then, now we're in the Borak invasion. Up next, let me tell you what you should have to look forward to. The rebuilding. The Kolhi oh. tournament. The search for the seventh Toa. The Staff of Artaka. The Order of Matanui and the Brotherhood of Makuta. Oh, Jesus. There's so much here. There's so much here. There's, it's such a deep well. And what's the thing is, like, the Great War, 
like where we started, we didn't get into any of the uh, prequels. Oh, there's prequels! <laughs> yep, so... I go by sleep. <laughs> yeah, fucking... What sucks is that's most of it. Most of it is the prequels. <laughs> Jeez. Like, there's maybe 10, 12, 15 things that are post the year one. And then there are like 30, 40. There's so much. There's a different planet. I'm sorry. Yep. Well, I'm sorry to you. That, there is, that this was like a planet that these things were taking place on. Yeah. Which is honestly a mistake on my part. Yeah, you were a fool. I was a fool. <laughs> uh, Alright, well. I, I'm, I think I'm going to cut it here at 30 minutes. So I can have time to do my dishes before I have to go to work. Because when do you, when do you, when do you, do you go to work today? Yeah, I'm leaving like five or so minutes. Five or so minutes? Oh, let's, let's keep fucking going then. You know what? Why not? Wait, do Why I, not? uh, ah! What? I thought I had Pop-Tarts in this bag, I was wrong. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Well, don't worry, Joe, I have good news. Oh, the Gamatorim began to prepare their village for the Borok's eventual attack by surrounding it with sharp bamboo spikes and by blocking oh, the man, stone and That's fucking news. Yeah, it's very good. They, they're prepared. They're more prepared. You don't know how many times like it references a specific Matoran in this. Like It's like, Jala, and I'm like, I don't know who that motherfucker is, so I'm just going to say a Matoran. And that's why some of these okay, sentence great. structures don't make sense. So I'm just you, not you, have to, you have to brush up on your lore. You have yeah, to get it memorized. Get it memorized. The, the problem is, it's like, later, Jala and Takua uh, arrive to help protect the village and strengthen their defenses with Naparo's new invention, the Boxor. Kotu interrupted them and the Taraga Nakama to, in, to an event occurring outside that the Matoran thought she should see. It's like, that's five fucking names in that w one sentence, that one run-on sentence, and you don't need that. Hey, Wiley, this is your idea! It is. It is. But we'll get into those Matoran. We'll have an episode all about notable Matoran. And that'll be fine. Hey, Joe, if you had to guess what Ga-Koro is like, what would it be like? Ga-Koro? Ga-Koro. Is that a, that's a, what is that? Place, name, person? Yes, a Koro is a city. Ga city. is the prefix. I don't, which one's Ga? Well, oh, about that, the Toa. That ice? No. Mm, no, no, no. I don't remember. Uh, I don't fucking know. I remember. Which Toa is the girl? That one. I, that's the thing. I don't remember anything about her other than she's a girl and she's a bad mediator. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. Do you remember what color she was? No! I don't! <sighs> she's blue. Okay, so water then? Water. Yes, yes. So what is Gakoro like? Water City. Nailed it. That's it. You fucking crushed it. That's I mean, it. You've done great. With a lot of hand-holding. Yes, but that's what teaching is. This is, this is what teaching is. 
Sure. It's just, hey, we're gonna we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. And we you I step guess the difference in- is like eventually one day we won't be recording this show and I won't remember any of this. So True, that's true. But like as your teacher, what I did there, what I did in this episode was I showed you the bridge. Then I held your hand as we crossed the bridge. And I'll do that a few more times. But one time it's, I mean you're at this point you are more or less just teaching me a language. Yeah, motherfucker. We're in the deep war. I told deep you war. you would be able to spell, you would be able to write in Matoran language by the end of this. That's going to be very difficult for an audio show for you to properly convey uh, strokes to me. Yep, well, the, the one... We're going to do the, the in-person episode on writing. Yep, 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 yep. It's just going to be writing. It's just going to be like, all right, motherfucker, get this down. That's going to make for some bad radio. Commit this to memory. Joe, where can they find you on the internet? Um, I'm on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, and I spell my name with J-O, so it's Ghost of J-O. Uh, let's see. The day that we're recording this, we I just put up the two episodes, the first two episodes of Interstitial, Kingdom Hearts-inspired actual play. Uh, so it's character creation, and then the first actual play episode. God, that show is so fucking good. It's uh, so good. A- uh, Riley, of course, is our wonderful GM for that show, and it's made with my other podcast host. It's a, it, it was funded, it was a Patreon goal of my Kingdom Hearts recap podcast. So patrons of that show have already gotten the entire season. Some of them have already listened to all 15 episodes. Fuck <laughs> ass wild. Yeah, they dropped it Netflix style, and it's fucking wonderful. <laughs> it's just all at once if you pay a dollar on the Got It Memorized Patreon. It's really, I, I really appreciate that we now have patrons who have probably never listened to our actual show. So, God, that's so fucking cool. Oh. But there's that, and then I do, uh, what else? The One Piece rewatch show called We Are Watching One Piece, and then Objectively Good at Video Game Discussion Podcast. That's it. Yep, yep, yep. You can find me at Rev Rye Bread on Twitter. That's Rev like Reverend Rye Bread like Rye Bread. Um, yeah, IGM interstitial, and whoa, 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 I also fucking made it. If you're listening to this the day it comes out, if you're listening to this on fucking Monday the 9th, this Friday, the 13th, July 13th, the Kickstarter for Interstitial, Our Hearts Intertwined, a Kingdom Hearts-inspired role-playing game, will be up. It's gonna be fucking dope. If you go to bit.ly slash interstitial kickstarter, you will be able to find it, and back it if you want to. There's going to be a lot of epi- like actual play episodes of it coming out. There's it on uh, Got It Memorized, having that full campaign. It's a great game. It means the world to me. You could probably play Bionicle in it. I think you could. I think you could do it. I highly, it would mean a lot to me if you would check that out or retweet that around. Otherwise, you can um, yeah, find my other stuff I do at Alien Happy Hour or Patreon.com slash Alien Happy Hour or YouTube.com slash Alien Happy Hour or Twitter.com slash Alien Happy Hour. You, you know the name of the brand. Uh, anyway, we will be back here same Bionicle time, same Bionicle channel. Yep, thank you for listening. Have a good day, everybody.